0: And this is something I've always argued. I've always hated this. Why should I be paid a salary and have to sit in the cubicle for eight hours a day? If I can get my job done in one hour, let me go home. Let me have the rest of my day. If if my job is done and I'm salaried, let me go home. 14 minutes it's fine fine. all right kick it off buddy
1: hello everybody and welcome back to the why bitcoin podcast the podcast where we question everything but mainly why bitcoin i'm your host my name is jeff and i'm joined here today with my
0: cantankerous co-host doug doug how you doing hoy hoy how are we doing today
1: do you know what cantankerous means?
0: I thought this it was a pretty good one. It means crustly curmudgeon. How do you know that? How do you... Jeez, that's, that's just one of the... Dude, I was reading from a very young age. I've always enjoyed reading. So.
1: Cantankerous doesn't even look like a real word. All right, one of these <laughs> days I'll get you. <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> one, doesn't. One
1: of these days I'll get you. So.
0: How are okay. we doing? How are we doing, man? What We're a, doing what good, a man. wild ride this last week has been, huh? It's
1: been fun. It's been an mm-hmm. exciting time. Lots to... Explore with what's going on. At least something's happened, I guess. If true else, right? true. Yeah, kinda, it's been kinda, nice kinda like, not
0: having the plebs tearing each other apart. That's uh I, I don't get feel bored like of that, that. stuff. You get bored
1: of that shit. <laughs> you, you know, know what, what like what's that? You know what I wanted, I wanted to say, like, no, I literally am addicted. I think I'm addicted to Bitcoin Twitter. I can't really? get enough of it, man. It's like it's a problem. This is actually one of the points I wanted to talk about on the show. I'm like I don't know if anybody's listening, but as much as if you're a pre-coiner and you're missing out on Bitcoin, the real crime is missing out on Bitcoin Twitter because it's just,
0: it's so good. It's so weird, man, right? It's it's so weird. It's just a bizarre eat your own kind of mentality. And like when we don't have like price fluctuation, if we're just kind of in these doldrums, it gets so vicious, just, just pure vicious man it's just the people that are in bitcoin right now are so
1: opinionated and so pr- like i think there's a lot of pride maybe right. people are proud of themselves so they stand true to their what they believe in
0: i guess that's part of it as they should i mean i got no yeah. problem with that it's just it's when people start going after each other and It just gets weird, you know? I don't know, man. I
1: I, I was more talking about like the memes and just, I think the beauty, okay, this is what makes Bitcoin Twitter beautiful. It's yes, it's crazy battles between people and intellectual arguments, but it's also super ridiculously intelligent people teaching you like huge economic courses or life lessons in tweet threads that you're just like, wow, my whole life is different after reading 14 tweets that somebody went to school for four years to learn this. And then it's also just the most hilarious memes and also just the best jokes all wrapped up into one. That's true. Why I'm, That's true. Like I'm there just like I'm laughing I'm learning. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, dude. Speaking of which, speaking of learning, did you happen to see, uh, just got posted maybe like 10 minutes ago, uh, no, no, no. Probably maybe like a half hour ago. Anyways, um, Safedine, did you see this with Safedine and Sailor?
1: Oh yeah, he's uh, yes, I did. You can explain it to the audience. Uh,
0: so, so Sailor has basically a free academy, um, where you can learn all sorts of stuff about economics and Safedine, Amus. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. I know Safe Adin is right. I'm not sure about his last name. Anyways, uh, he wrote the Bitcoin Standard, which you all have heard us talk about ad nauseum, and we're going to keep talking about it. So just buckle in, Buttercup. Um, anyways, he uh, is going to be working with Michael Saylor to put together uh, a course on Austrian economics. I think are,
1: is it not done? And they're uploading I it? I just saw today? it as
0: like, a, I just saw it as like kind of like a breaking or news Just thing.
1: a sign up? Okay.
0: Yeah. It, so... So I know Sailor's had a free academy for a long, long time, but mm-hmm. I, but in working with him to do an Austrian economics course, essentially, course dude, baller. Mm-hmm. And you know and what? All free, baby. It feeds right into your education, could be free thing. So there yeah, you I go. Think,
1: you know what? Sailor is actually a major uh, <laughs> sayer of what I say too. He's like, yeah, education costing money is the stupidest thing. Maybe, I, I, I'm sure I've heard him say it a couple of times and I was like, yeah. Yes, sailor, tell him. I just, I hate when I try and explain something and I'm like, I don't know, I think this is dumb and people disagree with me and, and I'm like, no, but this smart person said it. So here, maybe they will explain it better. Right. I was, uh, I was actually maybe talking Maybe it's a like, new
0: paradigm shift, man. Maybe, maybe we're all going to have to start shifting to start thinking about you and loincloths in the woods and you know, whatever. But, uh, it still makes sense to me to pay educators, you know, like- good ones anyways not not government subsidized bullshit educators but yeah private uh, school you know especially like uh like apprenticeship like uh well not so much pay i don't know i don't know how it never mind you know i don't want (laughs) to get up on that tangent but i do think i do think those are in the mix anyways go on where are we at now hey is this uh is this uh financial advice
1: Okay, this is, oh, we were going to make a jingle. This is not financial advice. This is just two dudes talking. Do your own research. That wasn't a very good jingle. I'll try I'll try better next week.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, let's hit, <laughs> let's hit this as well. If this is your first time listening, you can find us and all of our previous podcasts, of which there is quite a few at this point, at whybitcoinpodcast.com. My name is uh, Ybit at YbitcoinJ on Twitter. Your name is
0: uh, Bearded Hoddle at Bearded Hoddle.
1: And together we are at y Bitcoin
0: underscore.
1: Nice, which we haven't tweeted from in quite a while.
0: Yeah, I think we're I'm going to start.
1: Like, yeah, I'm going to start doing it again.
0: We both neglected that so badly. That and the Discord, like we've both sort of neglected. <laughs> there is a Discord <laughs> as well. Yeah. We're yeah. all over this yeah. place. But people, oddly enough, have actually been joining the Discord. Well, so, yeah, like, it's
1: my friends. Yeah, I was, uh, I was like, yeah. Oh, oh you actually know me. them? Yeah, yeah, they're from my uh, streaming oh. days. You can follow me gonna, on Twitch I was, at. <laughs> I
0: was gonna give you a uh, give them a shout out, like Jula Ju- judaloop
1: oh i don't know who that is actually Cato uh, kato
0: torador
1: Cato. kato is from my stream and frost castle is one of frost my
0: castle friends. welcome guys thanks for the guys just say shut something up. you know you know it's cool just say something <laughs> they're all
1: anti-bitcoin still they're just here because are they really of... shut up i don't know i don't not they're anti-bitcoin they're just like not
0: involved at all like eyes closed still are you still streaming by the way legitimately
1: I haven't streamed in a long time. I still obviously yeah. have my channel, but I'm thinking of going back to it. It's just not that it, do it, man. Don't nobody do cares it. about this, but yeah, I want to go. I, the only reason I want to go back is because it's way easier for me to play video games when I'm streaming. It's like, gives me an excuse to play. I don't play video games oh. by myself. Yeah, I'll
0: tell you what, dude, I have not, I have not touched video games in probably three, four weeks now since, uh, since fair started. It's just oh, like, dear. I can't justify the time.
1: It's been way longer than that. Other than like, uh, I mean, I play Hearthstone. It's a right. game on my I, phone. But other than that, I haven't played any real video games in a long time. So, yeah, I mean, I'll probably go back and play when the good ones come I'm out. I'm
0: never going back to Twitch. They can suck my dick. <laughs> I have fun. Put bluntly. So, I have fun. But yeah. Actually, like said, yeah. I- so I had a, so I have a little sign up for, um, so I'm doing these dragon masks at the Red Fair, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I'm going to do a giveaway at the end of the season, so I'm trying to build up my mailing list, right? And so the only thing you have to do to get one of these dragon and the really cool dragon mask, right? Like I found a really really cool pattern. Anyways, is there, so? Is it colored
1: or is it just when yeah, I picture yeah, yeah. you with so, leather,
0: it's all just black leathers? No, strapped. no, no. So like I actually I actually do the horns in black, and then I'll like do a color for the head, you know, kind of a thing. Hmm. So it, I'll send you a picture of it. It's pretty badass. What kind um, of
1: colors? Wait, am I just insane? I guess there's brown leather and there's black
0: leather. Is there? Oh like... no, no, dude, no, man. L- with modern technology and things like, I got purples, I got blues, I got greens, I got reds. Leather? Like real yeah. leather?
1: Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! Okay. Oh, yeah, so, I want to see these pictures, guys. Look up yeah. uh, these pictures. We'll p- I'll post them somewhere.
0: I'll... I'll I'll figure out how to post them somewhere. I'll put it in the Discord probably. We'll tweet them um, from
1: why Bitcoin underscore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this dude comes in and I'm like, all you gotta do is, you know, because everyone keeps because I got a little sign out front of the shop and I have like one of the masks out there and then they always come in, and they're like, Hey, how do I win this? And I'm just like, Hey, you know, it's just just need your name and email address. That's all I need. I'm gonna pick one at the end of the season. So then this one dude comes in and he's like because i had a I had a twitch pen right that i was i had for people to sign up with and he's like oh a twitch pen i'm like yeah yeah i used to stream or whatever and you know <laughs> blah not, blah he's like oh bad. cool i'm like yeah whatever and he's like it's pretty hot oh, you don't stream anymore i'm like nah why twitch sucks balls so you started laughing he's like oh okay Like I don't even care, dude. Like my my Bitcoin maximalist take on things is starting to bleed into IRL, and it's I know man, it's weird. You're starting to get dark. You got to be positive. That's what I know. I know, but like I knew he wanted to be excited about it, and I was just like, I cannot care. Well, you should have just
1: transferred him over. Yeah, I used to stream on Twitch, but now I'm a psycho on the internet instead. It's way (laughs) more fun. Let's see other thing. Just bringing it back to Bitcoin Twitter. Like when you're on streamer Twitter, it's. Going live tweets or just virtue signaling or just tweeting mm-hmm. out random bullshit that gets oh, there's girls with boobs on Twitch. Oh, they're making things unfair. Like it's just the same rehashed fucking problems over and over again. It drove me nuts. And everybody just like, yay, I'm with everyone. We're all happy here. Fucking
0: just... Yeah, I I can't uh You know what? Honestly, you know what Twitch is? Seriously. It is absolutely the most fiat thing I can think of. I don't think that's uh, true. Oh, come on, dude. You literally are... You're paying somebody to sit and watch them play a video game? Come on, bro. So,
1: it's entertainment, though. So, okay.
0: How is that... uh, Why don't you... Okay, listen. I always had an issue with this, which is why when I was streaming, I mostly did, like, creative stuff or cooking channel stuff. You know, like, I would, like try to do things yeah, I knew were, you, did do,
1: you did different things yeah like yeah, not just so it, always,
0: it always bugged me with you know this whole idea of i'm just gonna sit here and i'm just gonna play video games like just go play the, the video game yourself you know like i get that people want connection and they want camaraderie or something but okay then i don't know man then like i said do do something interesting that isn't just sitting in front of a screen like the world oh has enough yeah screens. No, but I you agree know. with that, but you're so. just,
1: you're just talking about bad streamers then at that point, like there's bad streamers that do nothing True. and then there's good. But that's I all think there's Twitch almost, right? No, 99% like well, yeah.
0: of Twitch is that, you know?
1: That, that's 99% of everything though. There's only, Maybe. I think, yeah, I think that's everything. There's 99% bad chefs and then there's a few that are really good. Yeah. I guess. 99% bad leather workers and a few that are really good. Oh, I, I see the trick <laughs> here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's true though, right? Like you can't. <laughs> oh, that yeah, that was two things that you did. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't even notice that. Honestly, <laughs> I got you on my mind, Doug. Yeah,
0: right. yeah. There's a 99% carpenters that suck. It's fine. Them, but it's true no, though. It's like, actually absolutely true. Right. It's Some true. Of the work I've seen is so. Atrocious. I don't think
1: you should judge Twitch based on the worst parts of it. Oh but, no,
0: I. I mean, well, what else would you? Uh, i don't know man there's a lot of bad with twitch coming from that community and someone who tried to like create a community locally and everything else nah
1: okay this is i want to we're going to come back to this in a future episode because i want to know if twitch exists in a hyper bitcoin sized world i we'll talk about that in the future all right we'll talk about
0: in the future all right okay okay Okay,
1: Okay. Uh, I want to hear. Okay, so you told me a little bit about the Ren Fair. How's uh, Bitcoin going with the Ren Fair? You have
0: Bitcoin prices posted. I had I had a real almost exciting moment. Okay, this guy came in uh, with his buddies, and I think it was the girlfriend or one of the guys. I can't remember who it was exactly, but they didn't understand because I have. So the way I have it again, the way I have it laid out is I have a price tag on all of my goods. And I have USD and BTC, and then the prices are laid out uh, in dollars and then Satoshi, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's an it's it's a fixed price. It doesn't fluctuate with whatever.
1: Yeah. Can you remind me what did you choose as your Bitcoin price? For it's, what
0: it's it's different for all of the different things. So, no, I know, but I mean, like, um, you oh chose my, my a price dollar. point. I just went yeah. forty thousand. Forty thousand was okay. my conversion rate. I think. So
1: I think you should have gone higher. It doesn't matter. Just yeah, it kind of doesn't
0: really matter, but I mean, at the time I was doing it, you know, b- people were basically getting like a 25% discount if they paid with Bitcoin. Well, that's what I was thinking. At
1: like, I think, I mean, so, just from me to you, I, I would put a discount of like 50% or more because it would just be cool. Well, the problem is, and but this is what I'm learning, is that it kind of doesn't it, right?
0: matter where I live because this is how early we are. Most people don't know what I'm talking about. I actually had one woman this week. She... she dude i'm thinking about it now i'm dying her kid wanted one of my plague doctor masks right and my plague doctor mask is uh i think it's like 180 usd oh is that the one with the
1: long nose thing with the long nose thing yeah you make that
0: oh hell yeah dude those things are awesome do you have a website for your store yeah, but none of this stuff is up there right now cuz I can't afford to <sighs> okay. I can't afford it, dude. I just there's no way I could actually do online orders and keep up with the rent fair right now. Okay, guys, so, get, be prepared for tweets of pictures from uh, all this stuff. Okay, yeah, so I'll, you I'll have, have the plague doctor mask. So I got the plague doctor mask. I run it at 180, you know, cuz it's a hand-stitched piece, whatever. And um uh and then the I believe the Satoshi is like 450,000. I think that's what it comes to. I, I could be wrong. We'll just go with that number for the story. Mm-hmm. So this little kid comes in. He's loving the plague, Dr. Mask. He thinks it's so cool. He can't be more than like 10 maybe, you know, right? So he's barely understanding things cost money at this point, I think. Yeah. And um, so he's like, Mom, I really want this. And then Mom like flips the tag over and looks at it. And I just – and I, I try to be very like – I'm not an aggressive salesperson at all. Like I want my work to speak for itself. Yeah. And, you're not, and yeah, you're not trying to I have sell. found that to be the best tactic is to, if there's questions or if there's something unique about the piece and I see them holding it, like if I had, like I have shark skin wallets, I'll say, Hey, yeah, that's actually shark skin or, you know, whatever. Just to kind of like emphasize yeah. certain things. That's but cool. uh, I generally, yeah, nobody, nobody passive. likes a, nobody likes yeah.
1: a pushy salesman.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so I think my stuff is good enough that people are either going to really like it and buy it or they're never going to buy it anyways. That's my philosophy on it. I so agree. so she uh she flips the tag over and she looks at it and she just sees the number 450,000. And she didn't even read it right and she's like, "$450, no way, son, no way." Like she just starts like waving him off completely and I'm just like Okay, first of all, you didn't even read the number right. It's four hundred fifty thousand. Like you just ignored the three other zeros. Do you and know then, how much this thing is worth? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you understand that? That's a half a million dollar piece of leather, right there. Like, I mean, what? I, I, this isn't Sotheby's or Sotheby's, whatever. You know, like I'm not, I'm not auctioning off priceless works of art or something. I mean, it's good leather. It's quality work, but it's like, good lord. It's just, this is, this is kind of my point. Like people just don't pay attention to things generally, yeah. you know? So, so then I had another, uh, another dude. This well, is the exciting uh, wait, How, oh, uh,
1: how obvious do you have it on the tag? Like I'm picturing you should have a big ass tag with a big dude, dollar the tag sign. itself
0: is about two inches long. All right. I have it stamped in USD and BTC with a big slash between them. And then handwritten okay. are the prices underneath in big, bold, numbers do you have
1: a sign at your store that says accepting bitcoin i do not you should have that
0: i should probably get that yeah just like
1: or just even just yeah just a bitcoin logo like just post it up behind wherever so people can be
0: like oh it's kind of a weird ecosystem because i just learned this this weekend there are actually stores that don't even take cards in in the Renfare, they'll only take cash oh yeah and it's that, sort of like, that's
1: changing in some places too, where they're only taking cards now. Like I've seen stores where they
0: don't take cash anymore. Well, to me, it's just kind of silly. Cause it's sort of like, you just, you just got rid of like 85% of the people I know just use cards. Like, yeah, I don't really carry cash around anymore. You know, no, like, nobody yeah, does. No. Yeah. So why would you, why would you force somebody to go to an ATM and get charged upwards of $5 depending on the bank? You know, cause it's like, you know, there's an ATM fee and then there's also a bank fee. If you don't use a ATM in their, in their network or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I just saw one, I saw somebody posted, it was like a $10 charge to take out $20, you know, so it's yeah. so, it's like, so why would you force your customers to do that? Like that's and how, so weird. okay. How so easy is weird it? Me.
1: How easy is it to set up the card thing? Cause I've never done that before. Is it pretty oh, easy dude, now? See, like,
0: like, uh, you, so do you have an
1: iPad or something.
0: No, I have. Uh, so I have Shopify, my website. I, I go through Shopify. Um, um, it cost me thirty bucks a month, and then I went ahead and I bought. I think it was a fifty dollars card reader. Mm-hmm. So Shopify has a, a, a point of point of sales system app that you can put on your phone. It connects to Bluetooth to the card reader, um, and like it just works and it's connected to my website so i can price everything out i can do like inventories and like this is not an ad for shopify because i'm not 100 happy with them or anything but in terms of like people running your own like okay this is an ad for this run your own business people i don't care what it is just start a small business like yeah it's it's an eye-opening experience number one and number two it's good for you and there's so many advantages to it that you absolutely should be, I don't care if you're just making like seashell necklaces or something and selling them on Etsy, start a business. Like, yeah, dude. Do okay, it. this
1: goes, this goes into my question of the day when we get to it. Actually. Okay. All right. So remember so, that then. Yeah.
0: So let me just tell you the one part where I got super, super excited. Like I almost gave this guy a spot discount just cause I was that excited. Right. So he picks up a, an item, I forget what it was. And he's like, oh, this is, you take Bitcoin for this. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, and he pulls out his phone which yeah. had never happened up to this point. Oh, like, oh my God. Oh he my God. He's got, a, he's got a wallet. He's got a wallet. I'm like, do you have Bitcoin? Do you want to buy that in Bitcoin? Like I'm visibly shaking. I'm so excited right now. Nice. You know, and he's like, and uh, he's like, let me check my Robin hood account. I'm like, wow. okay, flag, flag number one. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. like, already coming down off my high. Yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah no all i have left in there is doge oh, no i'm like that's that's flip rough. the table get out of my store i want it uh he is a nice enough guy and his buddy was like hey you want to buy it you want to you want to take doge for it i'm like i wouldn't take doge if you paid me seriously and they laughed at that they thought that was funny and they're like yeah he's like i just bought it as kind of like a joke I'm like, I get it, but I'm not taking stuff that you know depreciates a thousand an hour or ten thousand an hour. I'm just not doing it. Let me put He's like, nah, yeah, that's cool.
1: what's that? You put your orange pilling hat on. <laughs> Let me give you guys a quick little history lesson here.
0: Let me tell you a little something about Doge boys. So, but I was, he was, I really do believe, honestly, because I immediately told, like I, what I. I like as he reached for his phone, I started to freak out. I'm like, "If you do this, you're going to be the first person in my shop to ever buy something with Bitcoin. I'm going to be so excited. We're going to be best friends forever." And and he and then he didn't do it, so we weren't best friends forever. But I do I do think that if he had had Bitcoin in a wallet somewhere, I would have gotten a payment in Bitcoin. And I would have been super stoked about it, like beyond yeah. measure.
1: So I don't even think on Robinhood. I don't I don't even think you're holding. I don't think you can transfer. Like, you know how you transfer with your receive and send on a any given wallet app? I don't think you have that on Robinhood. I think it's just
0: like a Bitcoin IOU and you can sell really? it. Really? So I don't know. What it, That's what so it was. Here's a, here's a little sidebar, right? Why, why is it called non-custodial if you're actually having custody of your Bitcoin, right? Because nobody's...
1: Wait, non-custodial means that you're holding your own keys. Correct. Nobody is custodying custody. A non-custodial
0: it. wallet means you're holding your keys, which means yes. you have custody. It just yes. seems fast backwards to me.
1: No, I no, cuz yeah, if it's a custodial, you're getting somebody to do it for you, right? Like Right. So right. that makes more sense, custodial. Somebody's holding it for me.
0: Hold on, I have to sneeze.
1: Achoo. Okay. okay hold on. Just keep talking. Oh, I thought you were going to Okay, strong edits here. Yeah, man, I don't know. If you're buying Bitcoin on Robinhood, it's a big problem. That's not the way you want to do it at all. You want to buy it somewhere where you can transfer it into a blue wallet or any given moon wallet, any wallet on your phone that isn't an exchange. So that guy was still very, 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 very far away from even
0: beginning. Still, to so, understand. Early, man. Yeah. still so, so early, man. Still so, so early. Absolutely. No, so. it's frustrating. So I got very excited and then I was very sad but he turned out to be a nice guy and we had some good laughs and he did buy some stuff for me with cash so i'm cool with that but well there you go
1: yeah you know it's nice to get reminded of how early we are sometimes oh dude are you so many
0: people they don't even know like like they just (laughs) don't even know like i i have to say half a dozen times a day easily what's btc you know it's just crazy to me
1: really people don't even know it exists I thought oh, yeah. everybody knew
0: it existed at this point. That, well, they certainly don't know. They certainly don't know the the letters. You know. Jeez. Yeah, I think you so, should you
1: I, should definitely I, put up a sign saying accepting Bitcoin here. I just need to get
0: a, one of those cool ones though, where it's like it's like even yeah, cool stickers. Where can I get those from? I'm sure
1: lots of places have them. I'm gonna, gonna have cool to try
0: stuff. to track some down because you're right. I should put up a little sign. It would help. So,
1: it would definitely help.
0: Indeed. Indeed.
1: Okay, I. I have a question for you okay do you want to (laughs) hear the top three tweets of the week (laughs) because (laughs) i i liked this section i did it what two or three episodes ago i thought it it was pretty funny okay guys welcome to why bitcoin's top three tweets of the week i have two pretty good ones and the last one is blow your face off hilarious so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with that. Okay, uh, these are tweets from this week. Tweet. Oh, this was my other thing. Should it be bronze, silver, Bitcoin, or should it be silver, gold, Bitcoin? I'm gonna ask that in a survey tomorrow. What would make more sense?
0: Hmm, I think I think you'd have to go with uh, Doge F and Bitcoin probably.
1: No because no I because can't even do that.
0: I'm joking. It's a joke. It
1: <laughs> I know. I'm just thinking like at least people that win bronze and silver is to like hey, I got something.
0: It's yeah, kind of no, crazy think-
1: though. When you look at the value in a a golden medal and the silver medal is the same size, like the actual difference in value there is insane. Like absolutely insane. When you just are going by weight.
0: Are they actual gold and silver medals? Like they're actual the metal?
1: Like if we're talking about the Olympics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, Olympic. I don't really care. I've never actually really cared about the Olympics. I always thought it was kind of weird, but. Yeah. Uh, I've never,
1: I've never really cared either. I just thought that was interesting. It's like, oh, at least. I didn't realize those win. were
0: actual gold and actual silver. And i yeah. like,
1: God, it must suck to actually get bronze. Like. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. And even <laughs> silver is like, if you take the weight of silver and the weight of gold, it's like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's thousands of times more expensive.
0: Or well like valuable. silver like sil- those those metals have to be what? 5 10 ounces, right? Yeah, they're pretty big. So like silver if let's just assume 5 ounces, okay? Uh that's still like what? 150 bucks, I guess. I don't know. But so 25 but,
1: 25 bucks for an ounce of silver and let's see what an ounce of gold is right now.
0: It's probably in the 1700s. Yeah,
1: I think it's gold price per ounce right now it is se- yeah 1797 and what was it 25 right. so imagine the person besides you just got ten thousand dollars and you got now, like bronze
0: dude like, yeah I have no
1: idea what bronze, bronze is bronze is
0: like pennies you know like five ounces of bronze is gonna g- not even get you a dollar you wouldn't even be able to buy a coke with the bronze metal is that seriously
1: yeah sure bronze is worth about one.20 to one.60
0: per pound per pound (laughs) i called it i called it oh my goodness yeah yeah so third place really is the worst so that's crazy maybe we don't use silver and bronze and gold as standards maybe we need to find something else because you know that
1: like like have you heard of palladium
0: yeah 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 dude that's that's yeah That's that's
1: like a metal that's better than gold but for some reason i think it's more expensive than gold now I don't know why we're talking. Yeah,
0: it always has been. It's like twice the price of gold, I think.
1: Yeah. So I don't know why. They should shift that then. Bitcoin, palladium, gold. Silver's out. Bronze is non-existent. Okay. Here's the... I guess gold will be last then. Here's the gold tweet of the week. It's from Douglas A. Boneparth. Do you follow this dude? He's hilarious, man. No. Okay, he's like a, I think he's like a, he's like a trader investor, but he just makes really good tweets. Here's his, that I chose this week. Uh, Went to a friend's pool party last night, and one of the other dads started talking to me about investments. I now understand why I don't have any friends. (laughs) 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 It's very, it's just fitting. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I want to talk about Bitcoin to everyone, and it's just annoying as hell. But it's.
0: At least I have you. <laughs> so that, yeah, you got me, buddy. Got me, and uh, we got we got listeners now, man. You, we're 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 creating a small why uh, Bitcoin army over here. Nice. So we're all going to talk know. about Bitcoin together. Yeah, all of us together.
1: Okay. The gold, I guess. Tweet. All of right. The week. So
0: now I've I've missed it. Was that the was that the lowest here? That was the lowest. Now I'm going okay. second
1: second best or second okay. worst. All right. Depending on how you look at the glass. All right. okay.
0: Yeah, first loser. First loser.
1: <laughs> first loser. That's George Sol- Solidis. I would highly recommend following this guy. He's at S-A-O-U-L-I-D-I-S-G. Really funny guy. So he says, uh, I found out an amazing hack to get an on-chain Bitcoin transaction to settle in less than 10 minutes. Never have to worry again. Uh, I saw this one. <laughs> Step one, send the transaction. Step two, switch to Bitcoin Twitter. Step three, ship post. Step four, 10 minutes pass without you realizing it. Step five, confirm transaction on note. It's like, (laughs) yeah, dude, time flies when you're on Bitcoin Twitter, man. It really does. Good stuff there. So I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I was never, this is how bad it is. I was never somebody to hold my phone while I was at work. And now, like, I check my phone all the time, just Ooh, who, who's tweeted what's going on laugh giggling oh, like, don't, get, don't fall
0: into that trap man I know Come I don't on.
1: want to but ba- I've never done that because I've never cared and now I'm like I can't get away so I need help to get mm. off of Twitter okay th- oh no what some this person blocked me now I can't read the tweet oh you do-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal ah dude you are a shit poster man i can't you believe this okay i'll tra- I'll just i'll
1: summarize it <clears throat> i think she said something along the lines of uh guys why do you huddle your bitcoin more than you huddle your girlfriend and then udi wertheimer do you follow this guy yeah, or I wertheimer follow oh my god udi if you're listening come on the show i want to give you a big hug so she says why do you huddle your bitcoin more than you huddle your girlfriend and he says oh that's because bitcoin increases in value over time
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you say what
1: did you say to her to get blocked I don't know man I don't even know because I don't think I responded to this I didn't I literally didn't know I was blocked by her until right now I've never might said anything been a chain, might have been a chain block yeah if you have bitcoin in your name a lot of people just follow you or block you yeah that's fine that's fine So, I don't so. know I wonder All what right, I said. That's good. too bad. So yeah. Udi is just absolutely crushes it with some Well, congratulations, tweets, Udi. Well done, sir. So for good, the tweet man. of the week.
0: Good job to you. Hats right. off. So okay. nice. I thought nice. that was pretty good. Udi just crushes it.
1: Okay, man. I have uh, I have a question of the day. And I'm always we haven't done about, one of these in a while, actually. Yeah.
0: Not I'm thinking about it.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking too. And I'm always yeah. thinking about. Bitcoin, pretty much always. Sure. And today I was like, hmm, what are we going to talk about? And I can usually think of something. And then this one came to me like just a couple minutes before we started recording. I was like, I want to talk about this because I haven't really explored this idea yet. And you kind of touched on it. So here it is. And it's going to be hard to explain this. So just follow, follow if you can. Okay. In the world right now, there's like different classes of jobs, there's people that get paid a lot of money. There's people that get paid a middle amount of money and then there's people that get paid a little bit amount, a little bit of money, like, um, minimum wage workers, right? So right now, if you're a minimum wage worker or somebody that doesn't get paid that much money, if you start adopting Bitcoin, you will be able to live a better life. If you don't, you will never be able to live a better life. You'll be stuck making no money. But somewhere along Bitcoin's path, is it going to be true that somebody working, a, I guess for lack of a better word, a low class job will not be able to just get paid in Bitcoin and live a better life? Like somebody that's working at McDonald's right now, if you're just pumping all your money into Bitcoin, you'll be able to be better. But eventually in the future, working at McDonald's, still getting paid in Bitcoin, it's not going to benefit you, it'll just be the norm, right? So you'll be getting paid like a hundred sats a day or whatever. Or do those jobs just go away? And then also, yeah, this is kind of a open-ended question. But then also the people that are making lots of money, well lots of those jobs are just gonna not exist. So then like people that are financial advisors or bankers or anybody Politicians, that does, polit- yeah analytical peoples, anybody that just Looks at info or whatever, like bullshit jobs that get paid a lot of money, like
0: real big. I guess CEO. fucking weathermen, dude. The yeah. weatherman profession is going to go absolutely out the window in a Bitcoin world. I'm calling it right now.
1: I guess you that. cannot
0: you cannot be wrong. Eighty five to ninety percent of the time, and make six <sighs> figures a year in a Bitcoin world. I'm calling it right now. You heard you heard me, Tom right. Skilling out of Chicago. He's a nice guy, though. Actually, I kind of like it. Anyways, Wait. go on. I also think he's retired, but go on. I'm thinking more about like,
1: okay, one of my jobs I used to do before we installed office walls and I'd go into these major office buildings and there's just people sitting at computers like doing whatever the fuck work. Like all that shit's going to go away when computers can just run themselves. So now there's a huge flood of people that need to do some form of work. And if the only form of work is the, Low class jobs such as fast food joints, I guess, and whatever else. I guess construction would fall under that because we're always going to build stuff, right? Like, me as a construction worker right now, I was barely hanging on, you know, getting paid what I get paid. And I don't get paid that poorly, but like not enough to, you know, do awesome things all the time. So there's going to be a flood of people that are like, okay, well, I guess I'll just do this job now. And then that drives the price of labor down even further so now we're in a hyper bitcoinized world where the only people that actually are making any money are the people that are the business owners like you were saying earlier like this is why you should run a business and everybody else is just left to the wayside like you you're just going to you're just not going to make it <laughs> if you, if you don't have your own business how do you make it in a hyper post hyper bitcoinized world i guess that would be my question. Like, it's so important to have a business. I think.
0: I think I agree with that. I, I mean, just from a stack, uh, tax standpoint alone, I I mean, the benefits far outweigh what it costs you to even if you just open up a DBA account at your bank. What's and a DBA you just, account? Uh, doing business and as sorry. <clears throat> so you you go to your bank and you say, "I want to start a business, and I'm going to call it XYZ Widgets." Okay, but I want to do it as a DBA. So basically, what it is is it's a um, trying to figure out the tax. Uh, what is that called? Self self ownership. Uh, Single
1: uh, uh, self proprietorship. Yeah, sole uh, proprietorship. Sole proprietorship. That's, sole it's proprietorship,
0: that's it. <clears throat> it's a sole proprietorship um, where you basically the DBA is just anytime you do business. You you can legally say within the at least within the confines of the bank, like people could write you checks to XYZ Widgets, right? They can literally write that out in the in the the, the byline or whatever. Okay. So this, it's just
1: this. Just for clarification, this is different in Canada, so I'll explain it. In oh, Canada. is it okay? Yeah, All right. definitely.
0: So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So it's just another. It's a it's a sole proprietorship, but the benefits of it are things like, you know, normally. You have to just eat your gas costs, you know, but if you're going out to do business, you can write your tax, your, your gas off your taxes, or, uh, there's a whole bunch of things that, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously anything I'm saying, if you're interested in it, go talk to a personal tax advisor, don't necessarily listen to me, whatever. So it, it is good. It's important from that standpoint, but I was really more talking to the idea of, um, understanding how the world actually works like most people don't get what it actually takes for you to get a dollar in your bank account from your job you know what i mean they don't understand the hoops that you have to kind of go through they don't understand the the insurance that has to be covered and the laws that have to be followed and you know well, you're all talking those... about you're talking
1: about big business though
0: well just... I, but no but even on a smaller level right so like um hang on a second. So like my leather business, right? I have mm-hmm. to set aside money and I have to pay quarterly on my leather. Yeah. So even though I, let's say I make that $180, right? In, in, uh, in my mask, there, sales, my, yeah. my, right? I have to pay like 25% of that every quarter, or mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the number is, but let's just say 25%. So my 180 suddenly becomes like what? Like one forty, yeah, yeah, one sixty somewhere in there. You know, so it's like so right off the top, that's gone. And if I don't put that money aside, uh, I'm gonna get screwed. You also, yeah, you
1: have to account for it when
0: you're making the price. Right, exactly. So, so yeah, like this is all this all is part of it, and most people don't get that. You know, like here's one thing in bigger corporations, right? That 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 number you pay in the United States for like. I think it's called FICA. Um, you got to remember that that number that you're paying out from your paycheck has to be matched by your employer. So let's say you make $1,000 a week and that FICA is $150. Your employer has to pay you the $1,000 and then they also have to come up with another 150 bucks. What's FICA? FICA is like the federal income something, something I don't know. what. Again, okay. it's one of those fiat we're not going to educate our people just pay the taxes and shut up pay pay yeah. kind of a thing you know like yeah. uh, i think it covers things like social security and medicare and it doesn't I, I don't cover know it is, anything
1: it's just a money grab. yeah exactly all right because they're just
0: going to all print it anyway so so the point is is like once you start doing this and you start to understand exactly how taxed we are exactly how you know things like how do these wealthy people get wealthy you know like you start to understand well if i don't do this or if i report this differently and it's not fun i'm not saying it's a like a good time Mm -hmm. but it it is really important that people and and there's something even beyond all of that there's just the idea of i made this i did this i have created something of value and i know it's valuable not because i got a participation trophy playing soccer but because People look at my product and they're amazed by it and they want to pay me for it. I have created value. Like there is something, and and I'm still not over it. I've been doing leather work as a business for three years now. It still gets me almost every time somebody picks up one of my pieces of leather and they absolutely just love it. And then they turn around and they're digging into their wallet to pay me for it. It's like, holy shit, that is cool. It feels feels great. It feels like there's a sense of pride. There's a sense of like for me, because I know that they're going to, that piece is going to last beyond their lifetime. You know, like I'm I'm creating a generational sort of moment that's going to happen, you know, somewhere down the line. Like there's all of this stuff that's happening when, because, because I run my own business. And I, I think it's great, you know? So, um,
1: okay. I want to touch on a couple of things you said, because remember we're talking to pre-coiners here. Sure. And I think this is something we actually haven't, we, we've talked about it a little bit, but we haven't really talked about what the ins and outs of running a business are. And we're two dudes that just, you don't, do you have any employees for your business or it's just you? No, no,
0: no, no. Yeah. So, so I, I'm I mean, the same. I, I'm we're running both. running as a sole proprietorship. So, yeah, so it's, well, I'm the, not, you know, big business or anything.
1: Yeah. So I have the same, uh, setup. And it's very, it's not easy to do, like you said, but it's not hard to do. And yeah, I want to, one thing that really freaked me out when I learned about it and you were talking about taxes is everybody gets so excited about their tax return whenever it comes in March, same for same timing for Canada and the States usually. But what's actually happening there is when you're an employee for somebody else, you're, they're taking your taxes out every paycheck. It's just, they're, they're stealing money from you to give to the government and they're going to, they're going to take it. And then at the end of the year, it's like, oh, here, sorry, we took too much money from you. You can have it back now. So people think they're getting money back, but it was your money to begin with. Whereas when you're a business owner, even just a sole proprietorship, like me and you, you get to keep all of the income. Like you said, like, okay, I'm selling this item for $180. This is now my money. And then you have to do the work and say, okay, how much do I owe to the government? And at the end of right. the year, you have to write it. So people get stressed out at the idea of, oh, like, I don't know, your your idiot buddy that works at wherever is like, yeah, I just got my tax refund. I got mm-hmm. 2000 bucks. And then the business owner says to them, "Oh yeah, I just had to pay, you know, five thousand dollars." And they're like, "Ha sucker!" It's like, right? No, like, no, man. <laughs> like, right? And you, you know make what's really so much more money owning. Your you know what's business. really
0: ball busting about that is the idea that okay, let's say you don't pay taxes on time, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so you owe the government when tax time rolls around, or you, let's say you didn't pay enough. I'll put it that way. You didn't pay enough. Tax time rolls around. You find out you owe. Right, let's do it the other way first. Let's do the other way first. You get that big fat check, right? That money that was taken from you that was too much. They took too much money and they held it for what? twelve months, ten months, whatever you know, whatever you it is. They didn't pay a single red cent of interest on that. But flip it around. you get to you get to April fifteenth in the United States and you owe them money. Oh son, They're gonna charge you every penny of interest on top of that. It is, they they want their money and they want it now. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give a shit. So, this idea that uh, oh yeah, I'm getting... The bottom line is this. If you're getting a tax return, you pay too much in taxes. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. You shouldn't get a tax return if you're doing it right because you can pretty much take that money and invest it in almost anything and get a better return than 0%. Legitimately. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's so silly to me how people get so stoked about that stuff and don't get me wrong i'm kind of like that too like it's nice to sort of have that and so i i do tend to annie and i actually tend to overpay because quite frankly i don't want to be at the at the end of the year and owe money to them right because yeah. like you we're not rolling in it. i'm not taking vacations at the bahamas every week or some shit like that you know what i mean like we, we kind of live tight to the line so I, I we've made a conscious choice to try to live underneath our means as it were, which everybody and, should do. Right. And, and That's to, majors. you know, and then, and then try to, you know, that money becomes whatever, a new dishwasher or, or just emergency funds or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, but at the same time, I have to admit I'm doing it wrong. I should be better about handling my money and take every cent that I'm owed from my hard labor and, and then invest it somewhere and do better than the government ever could. But the government has scary men with guns that will put me away, just because they feel like it. So you know that whole world right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's go back to your money. let's go back to your original question. So, Re- yeah, so rephrase that question and then and then we'll we'll talk about it.
1: Okay. So in the future, uh, me and I guess me and you have our own sole proprietorships, and Johnny down the block just lost his job because office building 43 section z <laughs> closed down because the job is useless now and he needs a job but so does everybody else in his thing so now what happens to me and you the business owner it's like well i'll just take one dude and everybody else is making like they
0: just don't have work fuck i no that wasn't my question it's, no it kind of was it kind i mean that was a specific chunk of your question yeah but okay, first well, of all let's speak let me on that yeah Let me, let me just, I want to, I don't want anyone to be offended because I'm, I'm a nice guy. Right. And also I think your statement about how like it's a low level job or whatever. uh, I don't think that was entirely accurate. Most of those jobs. I don't mean it as like. No, I know. know I'm just
1: saying in general, there's people that get paid $50,000 a year, $150,000 a year and a million dollars a year. These are, it's just. The way it is.
0: So the the thing, the first thing I would say is that most of those what you uh, what do they call minimum wage jobs? Okay, most of them honestly are filled by people who are just starting in the workforce or just leaving the workforce. Most of the low <clears throat> minimum wage jobs are people teenagers, right? Do you think that's Never- still
1: true? I I agree with you in the past, but man, like well, just I, I haven't reality- looked at the numbers
0: in a long time. But I mean. Well, just in real how, life, how often, how often I mean, do you us a... I'm just looking at it from a maybe I'm wrong. And if somebody in the audience wants to wants to prove me wrong and, and message us or whatever, that's cool. But like, I don't know how I could possibly uh, feed a family of even four on minimum wage. It's not well, possible. Yeah, exactly. And this is, by the way, not advocacy for raising the minimum wage. That's dumb. No, not, that, that's, yeah, that's not the that's solution not the play, either. Right? That's not the solution. But at the same time, if we're going to, I mean, we have to kind of live in reality, right? So we have a minimum wage and right now I don't even know where it's at. Cause I think in some places it's 15 in the United States and some places it's still like seven fifty. So I know the States is weird. I can't believe people are getting yeah. $7 an hour. It's scary. Right. So, but some of these kids, like, let's be honest, what did they actually do? You know, like if you work for McDonald's, let's say, and again, this is not a slam on people who are getting into the workforce. I just, I just want to, I just want to be, real about it okay in the sense that if you're working at mcdonald's you didn't put up any money right you don't you literally just show like i don't even think you have to pay for your own shirt and hat for crying out loud like literally to work at mcdonald's all you have to do is be breathing and show up with shoes and a pair of pants like they give you the shirt and everything else like that's all you have to come up with okay so you've got no skin in the game let's be fair and if you do your job even moderately well, it still means that about 10% of the people that drive away from the drive-through get their order fucking wrong. So, you know, I let's I, I'm just calling it. I'm just I'm just trying to be fair. And that's fine because quite frankly, you're paid a minimum wage job. You're not being paid for perfection. You're being paid to sling arguably some of the worst health food like worst food for health on the planet, right? To fat stupid Americans and Fine, whatever. And don't get me wrong; I eat McDonald's every once in a while, but I always feel like shit afterwards. Just yeah. saying. So you're not um, <clears throat> you're not curing cancer, right? And you're not you're not putting people on Mars or anything like that. You're, you're slinging hash, essentially. I don't think those people will go away in a hyper Bitcoinized world. I okay. think they will be paid a <clears throat> a Satoshi equivalence. To basically just kind of squeak by. I don't think low wage jobs go away. I do think a lot of high wage jobs go away. And you're right. I do think then that suddenly creates a for- a downward force that will create pressure on the economy. Uh yeah, see, but, it's weird, man. What but happens? I do also think there's a flip side to that. When I when I am operating entirely in Bitcoin, I'm sorry fast food is off the table for me i'm not doing it there is no way i am going to spend the hardest currency known to man on a fucking burger that will just make me shit my brains out in 45 minutes that's well, not let me, happening
1: let me call you let me call you out on this Andy. are you still okay. buying fast food as of late when was the last time you got fast food
0: honestly I fell off the diet wagon about three weeks ago when I was like right in the thick of trying to get ready for shit
1: so how can you say so confidently and I'm not saying you won't do it I'm just this is another thing I think about is how can you say so confidently that you won't buy fast food when you're only bitcoin when right now you could be you could have used that money even though it was in USD you could have just transferred it into bitcoin and saved it in bitcoin and then bought yourself something healthy so why do you it's think you'll we'll do it? Then and well, not I now? mean,
0: honest, honestly, it's because it's a convenience thing right now. I know, yeah, right? that's a problem. My my Bitcoin is locked up; it's hard to touch. I can't just get to it, and and fiat is just sitting there. You know, well, that's what I'm
1: saying. Though. You should. That's actually something that's helped me is like locking up as much fiat as
0: possible, so I don't spend it. Because you're right; it's right. way it's easier so to easy. spend and it again. That's on purpose. That's absolutely everything in this in, everything in this world right now is built to to coordinate you spending money that's what it's about but i don't think convenience
1: i think convenience is something you're willing to spend money on so in a hyper bitcoinized world
0: convenience will still be valuable i maybe maybe but i do i do think see part of it is you know i'm still trying to like unwrap my fiat brain from that world right yeah and it, it is a hard thing i was i mean i think who's i was just Oh, I have a follower, um, uh, uh, Bitcoin Deadpool on Twitter. He's a cool guy. We don't really talk personally. I don't know him personally, but I like his tweets and he likes mine. And we were talking just like over like uh, uh, a tweet thread. And I forgot exactly what. Oh, he was talking about a buddy of his, right, who uh, apparently had eight Bitcoin at one point and then sold it all off lost everything because then he went and bought some other shit like Cardano or something and was mm-hmm. at zero. And now at this recent spike, I guess he just finally got another Bitcoin back. Right? And and I, my, one of my comments to him was, it's really hard to unwrap the fiat mindset or, or something similar to that. Like, it's hard to get out of that mindset. And so I'm still in that mindset. But I feel like when everything is Bitcoin and I don't have any fiat cluttering my mind, essentially, things like fast food are not going to be appealing to me. You know, they're just, they're not now, honestly. Like, I don't like them. It's literally a convenience service. But if I'm getting paid in Bitcoin and my work is getting, you see what I'm saying? Like, I have i, I have created I... more value, and therefore I will have more resources to be more choosy about what I apply those resources to. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: I agree with you, but I also think... Because this, this is something I'm always thinking about is like, it's not, I mean, it is Bitcoin that's going to help you realize that, but it's not going to be the final decision for you to choose what you will and will not buy. That it ultimately comes down to you. It doesn't matter what currency you're using to buy it. If you and your head want to buy it, then you're going to, then you're going to get it. Like, even if everything's Bitcoin, you're still going to buy the shit you want to buy. That's why you have to change your
0: mindset to. Well, but look at it this way, right? When we first started our little journey together here, I bought F, I bought uh, Litecoin, right? Mm-hmm. I had a fiat mindset, man. I was thinking totally different. It took me time to walk myself back off of that stupidity ledge. And I think, I think it's going to be the same thing with, with all of the, I th- and I think other people are already farther ahead than this than me. You know, there are, there are guys that like they, they've cut out fast food. And I think that's going to be more and more people as the journey goes, okay, we're, we're going to be more like that. And here's my point to that though.
1: Well, let me we're just, hold okay, on. I just want to, I want to speak on that really quick. Cause yeah, cause yeah, you bring up, I bought ETH and I bought Litecoin. Sure. But what about in the real world stuff? Are you still buying real world stuff? Cause since like, just speaking for myself, maybe this is what you were about to get to is that since I started in Bitcoin, I have not bought a single anything other than food. That's it. I don't buy, I used to buy games. I used to buy, I don't know, toys, little whatever the fuck things, you know, I don't, I haven't bought anything I at was all. never
0: really, I, I was never really a collector. I don't really know. I mean, I will still probably buy gold and silver on very small amounts, maybe occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say my allocation on that would probably be less than 10%.
1: Yeah, so you know, I, at the end of the day, you still. This is why food is tough. I think you're always gonna need to buy food. It's the one thing that, like, right. if I didn't have to buy it and I could just save more Bitcoin than I would, but my, my in my mind, I'm like, well, I need to eat, so I'm not gonna feel bad right. about buying food. But everything else, I'm like, this is stupid. So that that's why I'm wondering if you're questioning. Uh, oh well, once I'm in Bitcoin, I'm not gonna buy fast food anymore. And I'm just saying that. No, no, in here,
0: let me, let me, let me give you another, let let me finish the, the, the thought about downward pressure. Okay. So you are going to have a bunch of people like weathermen who have no real value, right? They're just fiat value. And you're also going to have a sec, a a group inside of that, that are going to like, I think kind of like us, where they sort of grasp Bitcoin much faster and they grasp that concept of sovereign individual, and, you know, and being, and so the idea of the sovereign individual is much more than just finances, right? Yes. It's about, yeah, it's about taking total control. And we haven't talked about the sovereign individual a lot, although we've, we've danced around various topics in this show, but I don't think we've ever really nailed down what it means, you know, at least how I understand it. And, and so the sovereign individual is one that looks at his own life and wants to assume all responsibility for it right and you you tell me if you disagree just jump in it's fine so the idea of like i am responsible for my finances i am responsible for my relationship with my significant other i am responsible for how my children are raised i am responsible for my lifestyle whether it's healthy or not i am responsible for my drinking and 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 whatever like i have become fully aware and self actualizing about all the things right mm-hmm. so if you have people like that you're going to have a whole group of people suddenly as it were spring to life when it comes to especially and we're just, let's just kind of try to focus on the food aspect of it cuz you're right it's a really important aspect if i'm a sovereign individual who wants to accept all those consequences and in realities i am not going to choose those those things that are fast food processed carcinogenic whatever it is right maybe maybe once a year i'll splurge on it but i probably won't me personally right i'm just trying to paint a picture of like the new man in hyper I's world right Mm -hmm. what i'm really going to be looking for is quality product i want to put the best into me right when it comes to food Mm -hmm. and i think what you're going to have And I'm speaking kind of as like a chef, like it's part of my background and as somebody who has always enjoyed the idea of farm to table, you know, I think you're going to see a dramatic increase in demand for people to be able to get fresh produce, like not, not from, not from, you know, fucking California or wherever, you know, like what's my local produce? I want that. You know, I'm going to, you're going to see a lot more people saying, I want my meat fresh, I don't want it frozen. I want I want to go to a farmer's market, let's say, and 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 do my weekly shopping there. And I want it to be reasonable. I, I don't want to have to pay. Right now, farmers markets you're paying an up an up uh, an up charge, basically just for the experience, as it were. Like well, a lot of farmers markets are basically just kind of like hippie commune sort of things or whatever. Okay. But I do think you're going to see a demand, and as that demand increases for these quality products it's going to create more market and more market means more space for people to produce these things so these people that are you know um i think what you're going to see is you're going to see like so right now the race like you got like Tyson chicken or whatever and i don't i don't have a problem necessarily well i kind of do some some of their some of their farming practices are highly questionable in my opinion but you, you're going to see instead of people racing to be like the biggest You're going to look, you're going to start to see people race to be like the smallest, most quality. You know, I am, I am now, let's just say I am, I am Mm -hmm. hyper Bitcoinized man and I go and I am a cow rancher. Right. And I am only going to produce a hundred cattle a year, but every single one of those cattle is going to be the most delicious, most they're going to produce the best, you know, leathers for like the leather, you know, cause you want to use the whole product, the whole animal, you know, it's going to be the best product. It's going to, you're going to use the whole thing. It's going to produce the best leathers. I'm going to treat these animals the best. I'm going to feed them the best, you know, they're all, whatever, whatever the protocol is for whatever animal you know when i'm a gardener right i'm going to produce i'm not going to use the, the pesticides i'm not going to use like monero seeds i'm going to use heritage seeds i'm going to use old world traditional because it's going to be the best and i'm going to be able to advertise that that will be my niche and i think you're going to see so many more people have and this, so this is just one avenue right okay this well just let me one, okay.
1: let me stop you there then because yeah there's a I think you explained it, but the the fly I see here is that, okay, so you're the cattle farmer. You have a hundred cows. Your shit is really good. It's the best beef ever. So the price has to be high in quality. So the only people that are going to buy it are the people that can afford it, which is what's going on right now. Like, I mean, I can barely afford to have a steak <laughs> at the well, end of the either. week. I, I have to buy this shitty boxed whatever the fuck, right? garbage food, because it's cheaper. So that's, is that, I, I think... How does, I'm really, I'm, I've been trying to figure out how Bitcoin solves this problem because I, I can't,
0: like well, there's still going two, two to be two classes of people. I think you have to circle back to the my philosophy that more than anything, Bitcoin is philosophy first. I really believe that. I think it's fine that it's got a lot of math behind it and it's immutable and all of those other characteristics, but if you don't understand philosophically what Bitcoin represents first, you don't get it. And I'm just, I'm going to, that's, that's kind of my hill to die on, on this. Like, and this is why, like, when we were first kind of kicking it around and stuff and you made fun of me for not reading the white paper and it was like, I don't need to know that. And honestly, I still kind of believe that it's good to read it, but you need to understand what is the philosophy behind Bitcoin? And Satoshi started with the premise of the sovereign individual first. That's where he came from. He he looked at the scenario, he looked at the landscape, and he said, the governments are not acting in the sovereign interests or the sovereign individual's best interest. Therefore, their money is bullshit. What can we do to sort of reverse that process? And there, there are still so, so many people that look at Bitcoin as a vehicle for more fiat. And this is why I have genuinely, like when the, the, the price started to pump this week, right? We went, and it was kind of crazy because I couldn't really pay attention to it. It was actually just this weekend. I couldn't pay attention to it because I'm in the shop and I'm working and, and I, you can't have phones because I'm supposed to be 16th century England, whatever. So, you know, it's like I, I get home and all of a sudden the price has gone from like 30s to f- 34. And then last night I get home and it goes to 38. You know, and now this morning it almost topped at 40 and it's gone back down or whatever. But it's like, uh, I don't care about that. I I just, I genuinely don't because philosophically I'm at a point where I just want hyper-Bitcoinization. I just want a world where people view value first over dollar price. You know what I mean? I agree with that. I just so but i think i think as more people get into this i think it's inevitable honestly i really do think that as people are given their payments or whatever it is right when they start to see the actual value of their dollar as opposed to this manipulated funny money monopoly good time garbage you know i i do think people are going to start to look at the rest of their world and they're going to go, man, I had to slave so hard and I'm not getting any sort of government subsidy or anything, you know, like I had to work really hard at my job to get this. I want, I want the best for it. Like, I do think that Bitcoin helps you reclaim that sort of, uh, what's the word, man? Like pride of your work. Well, just pride of yourself, yeah. man. There are so many people walking around that genuinely think they're not even worth anything. I know. You know? This
1: is, so, And that's what I think. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are working those shitty jobs that are just still going to remain in that headspace. There's always going
0: to be people like that. I mean, yeah, that's, that's just basic that's humanity. Is. There's always going to be somebody who has less than somebody else. It's just the yes. nature of the game and i think that bitcoin though forces people to reassess their self-valuation i really do like if that dude had paid me last weekend in bitcoin i would i could have shut the shop down at that moment and been the happiest man in the world because somebody chose to give me the hardest money that ever existed for my work you know what i'm saying like that's that's what I've already internalized. And I think that more and more people are going to come along and they're going to internalize that. If I can get paid in Bitcoin, that means I am the top dog, man. And whatever I'm doing, whether I'm a plumber or flipping burgers or I'm a CEO, if I'm getting paid in Bitcoin, I am getting paid in the hardest currency known to man. I think that changes a lot of people's perspectives. It's like, okay, just think about this for a second. Some dude is flipping burgers at McDonald's, right? And he gets... Let's just even say he gets $15 an hour and all of a sudden the president comes on and he's like, well, we're going to print another $9 trillion. That's a number I can't even fathom. And I know none of that's going to touch my pocket. I just know inherently, like, it's just, it's just like, you don't even need to know math to know that that's a bad idea, you know, and you you just printed a whole bunch of money and you just devalued the money in my pocket. And like, I don't even know. I don't even need to know about inflation and quantitative easing and the Fed. I know that's not a good idea inherently. Right. And, and now you're telling me I got to get paid in that same kind of currency as opposed to I'm getting paid and get Bitcoin. There is only 21 million of these fucking things in the world ever. And I'm going to get a piece of that. And somebody thinks I'm worth that. So, damn it, I am worth that. I think yeah. that changes minds, dude. I think it changes hearts in terms of self-perception. I really I, do.
1: I agree that it does, but I also think there's a f- lot of freaking people that are lazy and useless people, and it's just,
0: they're, they're going to get wiped out. I don't know. That's do you know what changes people faster than anything else? Hope. Being hungry. Yeah, that's true. If you're hungry, if you're at the bottom of the barrel and you don't know where to go, you either adapt or you die. And that's just a hard fact. I'm sorry. I know it's not probably not PC to say that or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, right now, if I can't make it, I just toddle on down to my whatever, whatever the handout office is for the government. And the government prints up a bunch of money and they hand it to me oh, by the way, you have to follow all our rules now. You're not really a sovereign individual. Like you have to show that you're applying to this many jobs and you have to go out and whatever, you know, they own you now, right? So when that stops, because it's going to have to, you cannot have a handout system under BTC. It's not going to work. You don't
1: think so? I think. how, How? How would that
0: possibly occur?
1: Well, that's, yeah, that was my other question is like, uh, are the people that like early adopters us going to just try and help as many people as we can
0: and be like, here, have a hundred sats, make it last. No, what will happen is as it did back in the past, and and you can kind of maybe disagree with this if you want the original charity system, the original, like, you know, help a guy up kind of a thing came from churches and local organizations, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was, it was people that, I have, I have a space to fill and I know you have no couch to sleep on. So come and sweep my floors or whatever, you know, like people will create businesses. It will go back. We didn't always have a handout system. We did not always have quote unquote, a social net. Now some people fell down and they never got back up and that is sad, right? Mm -hmm. But you cannot expect that every single person will succeed. Every single person has different talents and drive and, and, imagination and and abilities and and so there are some people that will fall down and they will not get back up and in my opinion and i could be wrong i think the people that's that fall down and stay down are the people that just were never going to get up anyways
1: yeah and then how do you so i mean i've been really fucking broke before and it affects your mental state terribly and you really feel like there's no way out like and there really wasn't any way out coming to learn how the monetary system works and so I've, i just i'm nervous for people in the future that are like yeah there was a quote-unquote way out but eventually it's going to get to a point where bitcoin isn't a way out and you're just fucked again <laughs> i don't know
0: let me like, let me just share this just so that people don't think i'm just being an asshole Okay? No, no, I
1: don't think you're being an asshole.
0: No, no, I don't. I know you don't, but I'm sure somebody's listening around. there, like, God, okay. that that Doug is such a fucking asshole. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Listen, legitimately, the week before the Ren fair opened, right? My wife was not going to get another paycheck. Um, So the, the, the Ren fair opened, and then she would not have gotten a paycheck until the week after. Okay? So I'm coming up on the weekend opening the Ren fair. And I'm literally looking at the last $3 in my bank account. I mean, not, I got no credit lines. I literally borrowed money to get into to the red fair. I'm still paying it back. You know, I, I, I was... And, and this is, honestly, this is not the first time, because I'm an idiot, that I've been at rope's end. I know what that looks like. I really do. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, the worst thing could, that could happen to you is... They take your stuff, right? But if you never give up, if you always say, I don't care how far down I get kicked, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay down. I'm going to keep going, right? I was on my last $3 in that account and there was nothing left. There was no credit lines. I cashed everything in. You know, every savings account I had because, you know, I have to buy all this stuff. I have to do all these things. Of course, there's obviously going to be like unexpected emergencies, like my son going to the hospital and I got to pay out of pocket for some of that shit. Like life happens. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm saying if you're at that point where you're the lowest that you, you feel like you're the lowest you've ever been, just understand the only way you can go then is back up. So you stand up and you start to look around and you start to figure shit out and you'll figure it out. People have done this since time immemorial. People have been at their lowest points. They've turned shit around and they've, they've done better for themselves. It can be done. Now it's harder in a fiat world than it's ever been. I can't, I can't argue with that, but I just, I don't want people to think like I'm just shitting on people because they're lazy or I don't think that, I don't think that people that are at the bottom, they're lazy. I know that sh- dude fucking okay. a man last week. Right. I'm finally feeling good. Right. I'm, I'm finally going to like pay off that loan to get into the ren fair and right? I'm making enough money. My fucking van decides that it's going to take a shit and it's going to drop all of its power steering fluid. So right now I'm panicking and I'm still kind of, I'm kind of worried, you know, because my van is sitting over at, at the shop. I, they haven't even gotten back to me on how much it's going to cost. Yeah. You know, and so now I'm pushed down again. I'm pushed back again. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to stop. I am not going to get down about it. I'm just going to work harder. I'm just going to work my shit yeah, out. Fuck,
1: okay. That's yeah. That you know? Really, okay. And just so I do.
0: And I do think that I think that when in a hyper Bitcoinized world, the people who get it will go, what an opportunity. I can get some of the, my, my, my value cannot be devalued. Even if I'm only getting a hundred sats a day, that is shit that cannot be taken away from me and it cannot be undone by some asshole at the printer. You know what I mean? That said emergencies can still come up that you have to pay for. Absolutely. And you have to start playing like that. You have to start putting sats away, right? So if I make a hundred sats a day, I better be putting at least 10 of those away just right off the top. Never touch them just an emergency fund Mm -hmm. i think it reset i think hyper bitcoinization resets what we've always done you know we didn't always have fiat currency it's it's very common throughout history but this country wasn't always fiat this country had a standard we were on a gold standard look it up do some history you know and i'm not talking to you obviously but you know what i mean like we we had value attached to our dollars and therefore we had value attached to our payment at the end of the week and you it gives you value to,
1: yeah. It gives value to your life. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to go back on what you said because I was also, if we're telling stories, I was pretty much at the end of, of like I laughed, but it's fucking scary that I had like no money left in any of my accounts, and my credit card was maxed out. I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and then I realized it's like, okay, I have no money, but I have a week ahead of me where I can go make money. Right. Right. And so that that's when you realize like, Oh, it doesn't matter. Like I could have no money tomorrow. All my Bitcoin, whatever I've stacked so far could go away. It doesn't really matter. What matters is your work ethic, right? What matters is that you're willing to go and continue to do things. And when you're, when you're in a fiat mindset, it's like, it doesn't matter how hard I work because even when I work all week long, not only is my money getting devalued but it's also going towards credit that I have to pay back and it's money that's already spent whereas bitcoin is money that's just yours to hold so with like what's the word Inter- interest with interest payments and stuff it's like okay I worked all week I got a thousand bucks I got to put 200 bucks into my credit card and that'll pay it off but your interest payment was 200 bucks so you literally just worked for no reason Wait, Mm -hmm. like there's, it's such a loss of hope. And Mm -hmm. I just want, I don't know if we're talking to pre-coiners, it's like, yeah, if you're feeling hopeless in the fucking fiat system, it's because it was designed to be hopeless and fucking crush people's souls and spirits. Can I
0: share a story? Can I share a story? Yeah. All right. Speaking of crushed spirits, right? So I bought this house 15 years ago. And about seven, eight years ago, we ran into a financial spot where we just, just couldn't make it work, right? Two thousand eight,
1: two thousand nine, right?
0: Yeah, right around there. You I mean, that we, was the
1: housing crisis in America. Like, no, I know, I know, action. and
0: but, and uh, honestly, I probably helped contribute to that. But, anyways, um, we ran into a spot where we couldn't make our mortgage, and so just for point of reference right? I'm not, this is obviously, obviously not a brag. I bought this house for like 105000 Okay. And, um, we couldn't make payments on it. It just, just couldn't do it month to month. Right. And we, we actually fell behind by like about six months. And finally the, the bank reached out. Well, first of all, what happened was they kept selling our papers off. So we started off I mean? with like well, first we, we started off with the loan from like some company, I don't remember. And then it went to bank of America and then it went to a company that I'd never heard of called SunTrust. And for then that, that in and of itself should tell you how bullshit fiat world is because mm-hmm. like, I literally was getting like a new notice from a different company every two months that by the way, we now own your mortgage and these are the new terms of your loan kind of a thing without any sort of acknowledgement on my part, it just happens. Right. And so then we got to, we got to the co- mortgage company where we're at right now. And they were like, okay, we want to help you guys out. We kind of basically want to do a reset, right? We're going to try to get you a lower rate and we're going to, you know, try to help you. We're like, okay, we have no choice. Like we're in, the, yeah. we're in the bag on this one. So what ends up happening is they fucking, they take the loan and they take all the interest we hadn't paid over those 6 or 7 months, right? And the primary part that we should have paid back as well. And they took all of that shit and tacked it on to the loan, Jeff, okay? Yeah. And then re redid the whole thing and this was our new mortgage. We went from having a mortgage of 105,000 to $120,000. And because they lowered the rates, our payment was just a little bit lower, just enough that we could start making payments again. But we are now, just now, almost eight years later, we're just back to the point where we fucking started in terms of this fucking house. Meanwhile, we're going through another financial crisis, so you're about to get fucked again, anybody that's in. And it's like, so I do very much, and I just, I'm not telling that story to like, Obviously not to brag, it's kind of embarrassing. But it's like I understand the idea of people getting over their heads with stuff. I understand the bad shit happens, you know, crises happen and all of that. And it's like we just decided we don't care what happens. Number 1, wife and I are going to stay married. That was our number one rule. I don't care what happens, we're going to be together. Fine. That's settled. Number 2, because we're now a team, We don't care what happens. We're together and we're going to fight. We're going to never quit. We're never going to give up. I think if you have that mindset, it really doesn't matter who's in charge or how bad your life is or whatever. Just don't give up. Mm -hmm. Just don't give up. That's the rule. If you can live with that rule, you're going to make it in a hyper Bitcoinized world. I promise you, you'll figure out a way.
1: Nothing else matters
0: other than what you do. Right. And that is so hard for so many people right now, because again, this is stupid fog brained fiat mindset where we've just been like programmed to spend and watch TV and go to a nine to five. And it's really, it is frustrating. It's like, frustrating it, to watch now. Does it
1: frustrate you that the mortgage that you're paying back was lent to you with money that didn't exist? And you're Ooh. just paying the bank You know what really money that, that they me didn't off? have. <laughs> it's, what, when have, I, you watched, have you watched the big short yet no i haven't because i don't oh need to because i fucking lived it you did but, but you should like it's but seriously it's, you, you went dude, right
0: through it bank of america got something like two three billion dollars in that transaction and right after that is when they basically kind of started to like foreclose on us and then sold our papers off like i'm like i literally had this conversation with the chick on the phone right i said to her your company just got $2 billion or whatever the number was. It's, I don't remember. Probably way more than that, actually. $2 billion of tax money, and you're going to foreclose on it? Like, I was screaming at her. I was so mad, right? Because it's yeah. like, you, you people... That's the game. Yeah, that's the fucking game. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, but you know what? Fuck it. That's your game now. I'm playing a different game. I'm playing Bitcoin game. Have, right? you,
1: not, have you not considered selling your house, going to get a rental, and just... Stacking whatever you can get for your house rental into Bitcoin and then just
0: do you know how much it would cost me to rent as opposed to to, to pay a mortgage right now? It's That's insane.
1: I am I am curious
0: about that, yeah. So, well, the, in mor- my area, so the
1: mortgages you're paying off is obviously in, in is, my is area right now. But, if I was going to
0: get something even close, I would pay almost double in rent, seriously.
1: But the other thing is, is what ha- I mean, I guess we're not going to see this, but the, the, the question is. The Fed eventually heightens the, uh, what's it called? The rates. And then if you're, you're probably on a flexible mortgage because it was
0: locked in. I'm locked in.
1: Really? Okay. Well, that's lucky. Okay. So your neighbor or everybody else is on a flexible mortgage and then the rates go up and now all of a sudden they're priced out of paying for their house again. Like you, you luckily learned the, let. I don't know if you were on a flexible mortgage before, but. No, Let I never really made that
0: mistake. I knew enough about money not to make that mistake. I was always on a fixed, fixed rate. Right? So
1: the so the only reason you couldn't this is a little bit personal, but the only reason you couldn't pay your mortgage payments was because just the work wasn't coming in, or
0: we had we had a change in yeah we had a change in circumstance, and yeah uh, we just we just couldn't yeah we just
1: couldn't so that it. so that on top of rates changing is just going to absolutely obliterate people, and that's what's happening all over the States. And that's what's happening in Canada well. I, as well. Don't,
0: I don't know how it works in Canada, but I, I have a feeling that most mortgages in America are pretty much fixed rate at this point. Oh yeah. Like I think, I think the things like balloon payments or whatever it's called, I think those still exist, but I'm pretty sure nobody does. I mean, if you do that, Jesus, you need prayers, honestly, cause you're screwed. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't, I don't think we ever, I never even had an issue like that, but, but what will happen is, you know, new home buyers will not be able to enter the market. Absolutely. And that's going to absolutely tank the market. So well, that's what's happening so, right now. Like anybody so, that's anybody that's my, so anybody that's, so anybody that's with all my the craziness in the market right now. Right. All the craziness in the market. This is probably one of the few times my house is actually going to be worth more than I owe on it. Right. And it's right about the time when everything's going to break loose and go crazy. And my, the value of my house is going to drop again and I'll be underwater again. You know what I mean? So it's like, whatever. I I don't don't know. I don't think, I don't think think
1: the value of your house is ever going down, man. I don't think they're going to, they're, it's always going to appreciate because it's just all your money is getting devalued. The USD getting devalued is why the price of the house is going up.
0: I guess we'll see. I mean, again, no, of, no, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's hard. Like, yeah. But so the bottom line is, yeah, I, I would, we've thought about selling quite, especially in this market, you know, mm. like, but then, then you go, well, where do we go? You know, I can't, I can't afford a house because everything's through the roof. Yeah. I mean, you know? if you sell your house, even, you can
1: only buy a house that's
0: of similar size anyways. And you can't, you can't rent because honestly, you're going to pay more in rent than you are in a mortgage payment. Seriously. There's a lot of
1: people locked up right now. It's so weird time. Like I just moved in last October and we got so lucky on the house that we landed to rent. Because if I was to get this house now, like what's it been more, a little over half a year, houses like this are probably going for, I don't know, 50% more than what I'm paying now.
0: Yeah, but see, it was our, do when that lease is up? Man? That's, a that's what I
1: mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, luckily that was another lesson I learned is where I was renting before. It was like from a corporation and to talk to somebody was a fucking nightmare. You had to call so-and-so and they connected you with this and then you can put in a complaint. So when we moved to the house that I'm in now, I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm renting a house from a person that owns that yeah. house. And so that's yeah. what we do now. So I just have direct contact with my landlord. He's a good guy. We actually have a relationship like friendly relationship so that that was one way i solved that problem and i don't see that changing he has no interest in selling the house anytime soon so i looked yeah, at but all so that but again unicorn, dude he's a well, unicorn that's, that's exactly what i mean so yeah me and you are both like okay we kind of have it figured out but there's going to be a lot of people that are yep. going to yep. get screwed
0: it's going to hurt real bad here real and bad. then all these
1: people are going to be I don't know. Looking for work, looking for shitty jobs to get paid no money, and then just keep
0: straggling by. So to bring yeah, it but back see that's what here, I'm saying. I think I do think that it's going to open up more opportunities for people like us, people who are willing to just work hard and make something of themselves. And I know that's probably an un-PC phrase at this point. But the bottom line is... What? if there's, you something wrong with value, making, there's
1: something wrong with saying making... I know, with but there is. I mean,
0: I don't have a problem with it personally, what? but there's a problem with saying it. God, I, it's I, I don't get the rules world. anymore, dude. It's a it, it doesn't world. make any sense. But the people that are going to work hard and create value are the people who will be rewarded. So start looking around at yourself um, with a critical eye and go, do what I is what I'm doing actually creating value or am I just basically kind of shunting papers around in some corporate office? Mm-hmm. Cause if you're doing that, you're gone. I hate to tell you. I know. You know <laughs> if you're a bureaucrat who sits at a desk all day and you know, you, you work for the government and you basically answer like f- five phone calls, you're fucking gone. I hate to tell you that, but you're gone because in a Bitcoinized world, no one's going to pay for your ass. It's not going to happen. Okay, so So, that
1: brings it back to my question though, because there will,
0: yeah, there will be
1: people that just have to be like survive and they'll be looking for whatever they can do and they don't have drive to start their own business. So yeah, what happens to those people? I don't know.
0: I'll tell you what happens. Guys like you and me will hire them to sweep the floors
1: and then we'll we just them. go back yeah we go back to we'll a pay world them that we're living in right now a day,
0: yeah, and we'll and you and i being fair people we'll say listen i'm paying you 100 sats a day to sweep the floor if you can learn to do something other than sweep the floor then i'll pay you more but that's and what's going, going on right
1: now that's what the world is like right now
0: well but so. it's but well no no because right now if i like if i'm in seattle right and i am a restaurant owner Okay, I got to pay a guy who washes dishes $15 an hour. That's, I'm sorry, dishwashing is important. And they're they're definitely, as somebody who has worked in kitchens and been a chef, and I don't, I'm not disparaging dishwashers at all. But when it comes down to it, the margins are very, very thin. And if I have to pay a dishwasher $15 an hour, that means, first of all, I got to pay my cooks more. I got to pay my waitresses more. I got to pay my bartender more. I got to pay all of my staff more, right? Because obviously they're going to expect that. And I'm going to have to charge more, right? Because the numbers are all just going to go up on my very, very thin margins to begin with. So I guess my point is in a hyper Bitcoinized world, things are going to be start to valued at what they're actually worth. Not because some government agency says they're supposed to be worth this. That's not mm-hmm. how That's not how economics works. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you this, but there's realities. There's only so much money circulating at any one point, unless you're the government and you can just print a bunch of fucking fiat. And when that doesn't happen anymore, then things will start to gradually or maybe swiftly. I don't know. I'm hoping gradually because I think it'll be easier. Things are going to start to be priced at what they're actually worth. And if all you do is wash dishes, well, then you're going to be kind of down there. Yeah, it's dude. not going to be it.
1: There's, there's people that think they're worthless, but in a fiat world, at least they can make it buy. But in a Bitcoinized world, you're going to literally be worthless. <laughs> you will have no value. And that will be a very, very sad time for a lot of people. Like, well, that's you know what we always up. say?
0: So we always say, we always say people will get Bitcoin. They'll pay for Bitcoin at the price they deserve, right? Yeah. I think in a hyper Bitcoinized world, you will earn the Bitcoin that you deserve. Yeah, that's true. And that figure, whatever that number is, is going to be entirely up to you. Because, yes, you will start off a job washing dishes and you'll get paid, let's say, 100 Satoshi a day. But if you're smart and you, you are self-actualizing and you care about yourself enough, you will go to your chef or to somebody on the line and you'll say, hey, man, just show me how to do grilled cheese, right? Right. Cause I, I watched this happen quite a bit. And in fact, I taught people, you know, when I was a chef and, and when it was, when I was a dishwasher, I would go to people. Like I, 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 this is how I moved up. Right. I started off as basically a dishwasher and then I went to the pizza guy outside of my boss. And I said, Hey man, I don't have any dishes right now. Just how, how do I make a pizza? Just show me how they do it here. Right. Mm-hmm. He showed me. And then I went to my boss and I said, all right, I know how to make a pizza now. I want to be a pizza maker. Right. And when the other guy left, I got that job and I moved up and then I moved to delivery guy and then I moved to line cook. You know what I mean? Like that's how you do it, but you don't do that unless you're motivated to do it. Yeah, dude. And in a hyper Bitcoinized world, you're going to be fucking motivated. I think that's what it is.
1: I think there's still going to be people that have no initiative and they're going to get fucked. I guess that's my main point. And I try and think about those people and I try and be
0: like i don't know not sensitive well how do you how do you cure that let's pretend you can't you can't can't. especially cannot in a fiat world because it just won't work right we'll just print more money and we'll just pay them sure okay fine whatever that's what i'm saying dude
1: so if you have no initiative right now and you're listening
0: to this you're fucked in a bitcoin world like it's that simple right it really is It sounds so cold and it sounds so heartless. And I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but the fact of the matter is if you're listening to this, you are worth a lot more than you think you're worth. Probably all you have to do is just like unlock that in yourself. What do you say? That was a very beautiful line. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think every person is worth something. I really do. But at the end of the day, when it comes to business, you, you really are only worth a number. You know, like you either add value. Yeah, you get to choose that number. Right. You either add value and you can choose how much value you want to add or you don't.
1: That's it. And if you don't, this is another thing. If you don't choose what you're worth, somebody else is going to do it for you. And that's what's happening to the people that are doing nothing right now. The government's saying, this is what you're worth. And now somebody else has control over what you're worth. And that's another thing where your mental...
0: And how insulting is that? Yeah, it's like somebody else is
1: telling you what you're worth. That's fucked up, man. Oh, I hate the world. But there
0: is a reality, right? Like, (laughs) look, if you you only are sweeping floors, you know, honestly, I don't know. You could train a chimpanzee to sweep a floor. You You can definitely get a
1: robot to do it.
0: Yeah, literally. You can get a Roomba and just have them sweep the floors. You know what I mean? Like. You have to be willing to put yourself out beyond the minimum, and I think a hyper Bitcoinized world will force you to do that. And I think that's good for humanity. I want a humanity that is always striving for the next best thing, you know, and 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 it will flow upwards in that sense. So if I'm if I'm if I'm uh, 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 a floor sweeper. I want to get to dishwasher. And if I'm a dishwasher, I want to get to pizza maker. And if I'm a pizza maker, I want to get to delivery guy. and Blah, 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 blah. All the way right up. And then if I'm a business owner, I want to become an owner of two businesses. You know, it like, it flows upwards. And that is, I think, an exciting thing because that means humanity really starts to launch really starts to just, it goes back to that, the book I talked about, the 5,000 year leap. When, when human beings are unfettered by economic restrictions or political restrictions, when they're just free to pursue their own interests to the nth degree, you have humanity explode when it comes to philosophy, technology, anything. It just explodes. Just give people freedom to pursue their best life. And you will get the best version of humanity. That is my take on it. And some people well, don't like that. And those are probably the the lazy people, maybe. I don't know. But I really believe that. Yeah, I really do. And, I, and fiat does not allow for that anymore. It just doesn't. Well,
1: that's not true. I mean, people can always gain initiative
0: and gain drive even in a fiat world. Yes, they can. But the people that really make it in a fiat world, the people that are super successful, the people that are held up as the the standard bearers for the most money, they used government to get there. They used the power of a fiat government to basically squash all competition or at least give themselves a massive leg up. And they didn't... Elon Musk would not be Elon Musk if it was not for a fiat currency. Okay, let me... me,
1: Hold on, hold on, because now I have another thought in my head. Okay. The people that... You said the people that have gotten big now that are doing the most well for themselves did it on the back of the governments, which I agree with, right? But they are just playing the game that's presented to them. The government says, this is how we work. You can borrow money like this. And a lot of people don't know it, but the people that figure it out, take advantage of it. Now, you and I are like, well, fuck, we lost that game. Right. But, But the world is changing into a new game, right? Bitcoin is the new game to play. Yep. Yep. And the best way to take advantage of it is to adopt early, I guess, because you get the most value that way. Sure. Right. So we are still going to be in a position where a lot of people will just say, well, they're only successful because they played the game early and fuck them. Right. But I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, fuck those people. They're just haters. <laughs>
0: Well, look. Here's the thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying is if you, I, did, if I, you can't if I, hate. Just you can't oh. hate on people for playing the game, uh, and they did it well. Like the, the the Fiat is a game. People that do it well mm-hmm. did it well, and if you right. hate on them, you're just as bad as the person hating on somebody that's uh, no, made it because of Bitcoin.
0: It's not the same because Bitcoinization is is a meritocracy. The people who add the most value will be will be rewarded the best. What we have right now in fiat world is the people who can Manipulate. grease the right yeah. palms, yeah. who can shake the right hands, who happen to grow up with a center the somebody who became a senator, those are the people who get bills passed that enhance their business. That's right. not fair. You know? That's that's not a meritocracy. I want a meritocracy. I want you work hard and you put the work in, you're gonna get paid better. And here's the thing, here's the, the dirty little Un- untold secret right let's say you work for some asshole who you sweep floors but you also learn how to become a pizza maker and do all this other thing and he still just wants to pay you a sweeper's wage fucking go to a different place because it's all going to be the same all the values are going to be equivalent you know what i'm saying because yeah, you in can a meritocracy, do you, you can do that now as well though yes and no you know like yeah in the again in the in the microcosms of business that's true You know, I think, I think right now, if you're working at at a small shop, whatever it is, whether it's restaurant, restaurant tourism or, uh, woodworking or leatherworking, you work in a small outfit, you're absolutely going to make, you're going to be better off because they're going to appreciate you if you're a hard worker. Mm -hmm. But if you're working for some big corporation, they don't give a shit. They'll just find someone else to replace you. You can ask for more money. They'll fucking dump you. Let me give you a perfect example. Okay. When I was, uh, 19, 20 years old, I ended up working for a company. I won't say the name, but they were the largest producer of fertilizer (laughs) in the United States. Okay. Okay. And I, I, it was total corporate America, which is why I won't work for them any. I won't work for corporate America anymore. This experience ruined corporate America for me. When I got there, I was taking over the job of a woman in, um, uh, accounts receivable. And basically her job was twofold. Number one, she would get all the bills of lading day to day and she would have to file those. And two things happened. Number one, she had bins where all of these different bills of lading had to be organized and she had to like basically put the bills of lading in and those had to sit there for a month. So in case anyone from, you know, accounting or something had to like find something, they could find it quickly, right? In these little bins. And then after a month, all of those would get taken out and they would get photographed, uh, microfished, right? And then they would get sent off to a warehouse and then you had to organize the microfiche. When I got to this job, she literally had six months backed up. There were piles and piles of paper that were never even filed for the first month. They were just sitting in a pile, all random. And I was a young guy and I was kind of a go-getter and I wanted, I'm not tooting my own horn necessarily because like anybody who just wanted to work a little bit would outdo this, obviously. Yeah. So within, honest to God, within three months, I had filed all the bills of lading. I had gotten all the ones that needed microfiche. I had, you know, boxed them up and shipped them off. And I honestly, I had probably about an hour of work a day. That's where I was at you know, after about three months. And on top of that, I decided to go ahead and make an Excel spreadsheet that I could send out. Cause one of the, one of the things that had to happen was with these boxes, when they got shipped off to the warehouse, they had to be cataloged in the computer system, but you had to send down this sheet and you had to fill all the, all this shit. And so I talked to the guys down at tech and I was like, if I just make an Excel spreadsheet and I just email that to you would that work? Could you just upload that to your system or whatever? They're like, yeah, just do this, that, and that. And that'd be awesome. Cause then now we don't have to actually manually enter it. Like we could just literally just transfer it in. Right. So I'm taking initiative. I'm working hard. And, um, so literally within three to maybe six months, I was totally caught up. I was literally working an hour a day and I was bored as shit and i got an opportunity from uh, from another job they offered me just a little bit of more money it wasn't that much honestly it was like maybe $1000 more a year and i went to my boss and i said hey i got an offer from another you know another organization i would really like a raise and these are all the things i've done this is where i'm at like when when i started here you know she had us so backed up you couldn't find anything blah 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 and i did all this stuff and he's like yeah corporate's never going to go for that they're just not going to do it I said, okay, well, I'm leaving then. He's like, all right, good luck. So I left. But I was still friends with some people, right? Mm -hmm. And it turns out that she had actually gotten promoted, right? And I left, and I for like a year I was gone. But I came back, and I was visiting one of my friends for lunch or something. And I went back to just visit her, even though I wasn't really friends with her. And, dude, all of the shit was the same. There were stacks of paper everywhere. Yep. It literally had gone exactly back to the way it was. She was still delayed on everything. She was still slow as shit. And it was like, this is corporate America. They're happy paying what I was making to this woman to basically sit on her thumbs all day. But they wouldn't find a little bit more for me being more productive. Yeah,
1: like all the It, made it's no just sense, a, it was just know? a bullshit job right from the get-go. <laughs>
0: Right. And it's but, just like it's a whatever but in, job, a, in a hyper bitcoinized world that job doesn't man. exist. Well, probably not. Like it's definitely gonna be outsourced to technology. But at the time, you know, this was twenty years ago, so we didn't really have all of the whatever. But you get my point. In a hyper bitcoinized world, they're gonna look at me versus her and they'll be like, Fuck yeah, we'll pay you some more sats. Absolutely. What else can you do? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they'll 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 start pushing me and make me interested in being better, you know, like I think that comes
1: you know, to, yeah, it comes down to the person though. Cause there's still her doing nothing. And then she's out on the streets getting paid nothing because she.
0: Well, it's just worthless. And, and then she, again, she adapts or she dies. That's just kind of like, <laughs> so
1: what it's coming down to, I'm just like, fuck, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the answer for the question of the day is like, yeah, if, adapt or die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the way it kind of, This way it should be though, right? Like, it is. Yeah. Who wants to be part of a program where everyone just kind of like floats along and they're, everybody's mediocre. Well, that's that, boring as fuck, dude. I don't the, want to do that.
1: The fiat world has made so many people be able to survive and continue to just do, just float along doing nothing with their life. And I think that's going to come to a screeching, very abrupt, dangerous halt where people realize, oh, Oh, I can't live and do nothing. Like I have to do stuff to stay alive. And so many people have spent their whole lives doing their whole lives. Like that lady could be the one you're talking about could be 50 or 60 years old. And her whole life has just been, sorry, I get the hiccups. Her whole life has been doing nothing. essentially essentially, like, fuck, essentially man, yeah fuck when it comes to that if i can
0: it. do your eight-hour job in one hour you definitely have to question what you're doing with yourself yeah. like that's you know that's not even that's just that's just i i don't want to call it laziness because it seems more like it, it honestly seems more like ignorance on her part like no. she had just sort of been t- maybe maybe she inherited the job from somebody else and that was just what she was told But also she's,
1: she's playing the system in that it doesn't matter how hard I work or not, I'm going to get paid the same amount of money. So the fiat system also incentivizes people to work less, but waste more time.
0: And, and keep in mind, I said this at the beginning, this is the largest producer of fertilizer. Like if you've ever been at a train stop, right. At a, in the United States, if you've ever sat at a train stop where the lights, the gates go down, the lights go up and a train goes by, I can almost guarantee you have seen one of their cars with their logo spray painted on the side. This was a massive company. This was, I was, uh, my branch was just one of like 15 or something like that. It was, yeah. it's a massive company. So the this, amount
1: of bullshit jobs that those big companies yeah, have, it's exactly. just crazy. Those people now, are gonna now get you
0: look at it from a hyper Bitcoinized world, that company has to start actually making sure that every, every sat they spend is going to produce value. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. And they're not going to right. Everything gets turned upside down. They're not going to
1: look to pay people more to work harder. They're going to look to cut jobs out that are unnecessary. That's going to be the play is, oh, we don't need. And that's what's happening now too. It's like, oh, we don't need these 5,000 people pushing papers around.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. we'll
1: just do this without it. We'll just find people to buy the fertilizer and send them fertilizer. And then that's it. But at the same
0: time, If you're a worker in that, that machine and you are valuable, you're going to be able to demand more. You're going to be able to, to, to absolutely say, no, 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 you don't understand. I have another offer. Now you can choose to bring her back and get nothing for it, or you can choose to pay me a little bit more over my offer. And he, and, you know, and I, I mean, I think that that be sure. yeah. That gives power to everybody in the game, in my opinion. It gives power to the people at the bottom who want to improve themselves, and it gives power to the people at the top who don't want to pay for people who don't want to better themselves. Yeah. And that was a very complicated sentence, and I apologize, but no, rewind this and listen to it. It makes sense. Trust me. You have um, to make
1: sure what you're doing is valuable. If you're doing something that's right. not valuable, you're going right. to get
0: screwed. And you know what else I think we're going to see? I think we're going to see if if we don't if we don't see increases in... Um, just straight up payment. I think what we're going to see and this is something I've always argued. I've always hated this. Why should I be paid a salary and have to sit in a cubicle for 8 hours a day? If I can get my job done in 1 hour, let me go home. Let yeah. me have the rest of my day. If that's if my job is done and I'm salaried, let me go home. And I think more I think that will happen more and more often where if you're a good worker and you can plow through things, you know, even if, even in construction, even in what we do, right. Let's say, let's say I, you know, I'm a leather worker and I have two or three employees and I have a quota I have to make. Let's say you finish your quota, go home. You get a day's salary, you get a day's wage, whatever, you know, cause yeah. that's what I, that's what I'm going to have to start basing it on. Not this weird metric of, I just need your ass sitting in a seat and eight hours in a cubicle. I think that's ridiculous. It's so I've stupid. I've always hated that.
1: I've always hated that too. That's something that, uh the people I choose to work with, I'm like, listen, I don't work. Like if you just come to job site and you work from seven to five or whatever it is, I don't want to do it. I want to come in and say, okay, today we're getting this part of the job done. And then we're done. Mm -hmm. Even if it takes the amount of hours, that's allotted, that like makes sense in my head mentality, like mentally, I just think it's more, it makes more sense to just be like, what time am I done work? I'm done work when the job is done. You know what I mean? Like, Yep. That's absolutely. how it, that's how it should be. And that's another thing. All these bullshit jobs, your chick that's pushing around papers, it doesn't matter how much she gets done. Like you said, there's six months backed up, but nobody gives a fuck. All you have to do is make sure you're there for eight hours a day. I think right. all any job that's just like just paid for time, where you're just waiting, watching the clock go by, all those jobs are gone.
0: Right. Exactly, all of and, them, and, and so, every fucking so, one of them. So we've sort of been focusing on the what happens to the people at the bottom, right? The workers, but we can also focus on well, what happens to the guys at the top? But, Suddenly, yeah. they're going to start thinking like that. They're going to start thinking, "What is the most value I need out of this day?" So I'm a I I do I do carpentry, and what I need right now is I need this roof completely sheathed by the end of today. I don't give a shit because I've already priced out what it's going to cost right to the, to the, uh, to the, to the client. But for me to make a profit, I need this done by this amount of days, right? You get that done. You get your cut of what I am going to, you know, basically set aside for, for labor. You know what I'm saying? It's going to change the top of the pyramid as well. Yeah, it's going to change that mindset as well. So yeah. you know what guys I, this is what I think needs to happen. I think it's gonna take us a week to tear off this roof, resheet it, and reshingle it. If you guys get done by Tuesday, and I think it's gonna take till Friday, fuck it. You guys get paid and take take a week off. You're done. I'll have some more work for you on Monday. That's what's gonna happen in a hyper Bitcoinized world. We're gonna start thinking about things more in terms of value and what it means in terms of value than just numbers. You know what I mean? Just, just, just killing time time. time nonsense. And that is going to make everybody more productive because guess what? If you're a carpenter on that kind of job, you're going to work your ass off. You're going to be done by Tuesday at seven, let's say, because you started at 5am and you're going to work like almost 24 hours. And then you're going to go home and you're going to work on your own business. And you're gonna increase your value even more, or you're gonna to go to school, or you're gonna do some whatever. You know what I mean? You're going to become more valuable overall. That's mm-hmm. what happens in a truly hyper Bitcoinized world, is everybody from the top down starts to become more valuable. And then they get the freedom to start figuring out ways to become more to become more valuable. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, That's the exciting thing for me. I see, I see a humanity that is working at like top performance peak performance man where everybody is they're all working for their own end goals but all those end goals end up being a better humanity overall that's why i love bitcoin man it's fucking exciting to me i'm excited and i want it so bad i want it so fucking bad
1: I, yeah i'm right there with you i just i keep going down the path of i think there's a lot of fucking lazy people that aren't going to do anything <laughs> they just keep coming back to it'd be nice if everybody No, go ahead. I'm sorry. It'd be nice if everybody had drive and, uh, geez, what's the word drive to do things by themselves initiative. Yeah. But I just, I don't think that people do.
0: Again, is it, is it laziness or is it just, you'd never had to, you know, like never had to, Yeah, you just never, you've never been pushed. You've never had to push yourself. And listen, I'm a lazy person. I'll be honest with you. I really kind of am. But I do feel like I work pretty hard when I when I'm motivated to do something, and I feel like most people in inherently are kind of lazy. They would prefer not to get off the couch or not get out of bed at the morning. But if you can if you can start to frame reward and value in the sense of listen, you get up in the morning and you work hard. You're going to get more value and more reward of your day, as opposed to what we have right now, which is. Just show up. Right now, the world literally is Office Space. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah,
1: it's pretty hilarious.
0: Right. So that it's a it's a great both of both of Mike Judge's movies, Idiocracy and and Office Space, are some of the most prophetic movies I've ever seen. Honest to God. But it's like if you are really if you're in that mindset of I just got to show up and I just got to like keep the boss off my back and then I punch out at five and I go home. You're not. You're not going to realize your potential. That's just what you know. You know what I'm saying? And it gets, can it like it goes back to that whole thing we talked about at the beginning of like a fiat mindset. That is a fiat mindset. This idea of I'm going to punch a clock, and when I'm done, I'm just going to. I'm just you know, I, I that part of my brain goes away, and then I'm going to go watch TV or drink a beer or what you know, that kind of shit doesn't doesn't move humanity forward. You know mm. that just no, keeps people just just wealthy enough to be complacent you know and well, that's what we've had for the last 50 years in this country anyways i don't know about canada i don't know about other countries yeah, it's but shit everywhere yeah so i think I, just, yeah,
1: I, I guess my point is is that you you have the positive outlook that people are gonna like you have the opportunity to go and make yourself valuable uh it's going to get to a point where people aren't like uh you, you said earlier when you get hungry you change, right? So once like it's easy to do nothing, if you're not forced to do anything. And right now people have to start realizing, Hey, if you don't start doing something, you're going to be in big trouble. I get, maybe this is me fear mongering again. Like, I don't want to do that, but like, fuck man, it's going to get to the point where you don't have a choice anymore. Right now you have a choice. You can choose to be valuable. You can choose to do shit that makes you, that earns you a living. You can choose to do things that are going to be good for you and your, your life, or you can choose to do fucking nothing. And it's going to get to a point where you don't have a choice anymore. When you do nothing, it's the end. You know what I mean? Right. You, you now right. have to do something. So but I most, guess that's what's bothering yeah. me is I think a lot of people are going to get a rude awakening and it's going to be really sad and they're going to come at Bitcoiners being like, well, you guys just screwed us over because you got Bitcoin early. And it's like, no, man, you've just always been useless your whole life. Make a fucking choice and do something with yourself, I guess.
0: I think the most dangerous thing for the human race has always been inertia, right? Inertia is the concept of this idea of a uh, motion uh, a body at rest t- tends to stay at rest and a body in motion st- tends to stay in motion, right? That's That's mm-hmm. just physics. And the idea of inertia in the human aspect is that if I can always just get away with doing the bare minimum, I'll continue to do the bare minimum. It's not a motivating factor. It's just is. Right. It is, it's just kind of like this law of physics applied to human experience. And inertia is the most dangerous thing that, because you end up getting comfortable. You start cruising along. I go to my nine to five. I I end my nine to five on a Friday at five. I go have beers with the boys. I, I, maybe I'm on my lawn on Saturdays, but otherwise I kind of just dick around. And then I start it all again. That's inertia. Right that is a dangerous thing for the human race inertia is a dangerous thing because it doesn't provoke any sort of motivation to do better and bitcoin and hyper bitcoinization provokes something better out of yourself i really believe that i think so if you're if you're comfortable with inertia better not be comfortable because bitcoin's gonna shake that right out of you i really believe that Mm -hmm. um and and so i don't know like we've I done think, a lot of philosophizing but uh that's good i think we hit a lot of points i don't know man this was a fun this was a fun chat honestly i think this is one of our best podcasts i'm not gonna lie like uh in the podcast <laughs> hall of fame with def this one's gonna be oh i wanted to together. say
1: you know what man i was like i'm getting people starting to say okay fine i'll listen to one of your stupid podcasts like family and friends and stuff and they're like which one should i listen to and i'm like fuck i don't know which one to send them to (laughs) so we go they're all just crazy talks but we had yeah i don't know this was a good one this is kind of what i don't know if you don't do anything with your life you're gonna get fucked i think that's what bitcoin helped me realize well look at this show
0: dude like we've like we have felt motivated even though we're not even getting paid right like we don't have advertisers And, and okay we want to do better with this show. We want to, want to, you know, probe into different ideas and to hope, hopefully spark people to, to be something, you know, or to, to to act somehow. Like we want to be, we want to be an agent for action. Yes. Right. That was something. I think, I think if you went to, and you looked back at our first episodes where we were so, I don't know, Bitcoin just seems to like bring clarity. And it's, to me, I don't know. This is probably just tooting our own horns, but I feel like you and I have become much more attuned to the idea of clarity in what we're trying to say. And like, we're trying to be better and, and I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I hope like, so. Let us know yeah. if we've
1: been more clear. Yeah. Are yeah, you doing yell,
0: something tell us to get off the fucking high horse or something? Yeah, I don't know. Just, okay. Yeah. The,
1: <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up there. I just want to say when I, uh, yeah. One of my job sites I used to be on, there's guys and if there was ever a new guy, they just, there's always new guys that just stand around, don't know what to do. So we would always just be like, just do something <laughs> <laughs> like that's, it's literally that easy. Just do, just don't, just stop doing nothing.
0: I guess that's My it. grandfather used to have a phrase that actually passed down to my, to my father. Um, Cause you know, he, he did uh nursery work and there's, you know, always broom work to be done or something. And he was like, you know. I could literally just stand that broom up against the wall and it'd be just as valuable. So get your ass to work. You know, like <laughs> that's a, that that's was, a good that point. was kind of his take. Yeah. Grandpa, grandpa was pretty wise for his curmudgeonly old ways, his cantankerous old ways. Oh boy, they've nailed
1: it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect so. circle. I think perfect we, circle. let's uh, do another perfect circle. That doesn't work. Mm. A perfect circle of the price check. <laughs> you want to check the price?
0: yes i do okay
1: and pause
0: nope i already paused it's good we're just talking (sighs) okay all right hold on i'm trying to bring up my phone it will not unlock for some reason i have this stuff so
1: we're uh, for those new listening doug and i make a guess every week for what the price of bitcoin is going to be the following week uh and at the end of this season we got a hundred thousand sets on the line for whoever gets more points
0: and honestly right now that's going to be kind of pricey for one of us it's gonna get
1: pretty wild man yeah you better stack that hundred thousand right now so we're on
0: episode three right this is the third episode which means uh what do we have 20 21 episodes left so Uh, What do we have? I have 36,634. 36.
1: 36. I think you won this week. So, did you write down the prices?
0: Of course I did. Okay, good job. So, last week, Jeff was at 27,870 and 64 cents. I was at 33,960 and no cents. And uh, our guest last week, uh, Ben from BTC Sessions, was at 31,337. So, the good news is that BTC Sessions didn't win so that we don't have to add. What are we saying? Add another 500? Another right? 5,000. Another 5,000? 5, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Okay. So we don't have to add another 5,000. So we're still at 100,000, right? hmm And I did win. And you so got a point. I got a point. And right now I got a point and you got a point, right?
1: Yeah, I got that written down. okay let's do it so let's Let's take 30 seconds uh,
0: yep okay here we go
1: okay Okay, Jeff. Okay. Ready? ready? Yep. All right. Do you want to go first or me go first?
0: Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. 33,960.
1: No way. Oh, my goodness.
0: All right. What'd you got?
1: 33,456. 456? (gasps)
0: 456?
1: So I got the 33 low. You got the 33 high. Fuck. I think you're going to win again. Why'd you go 33? I was, I thought I was going to be I way, literally whoa.
0: just kind of like, I just took my, my pick from last week. Cause I think, I think wow. this, we didn't even get to cover it tonight. We were going to talk about, uh, um, pumping and dumping, but, uh, yeah, I good. just, I just feel like this is, this was a pump and dump of this week. So
1: we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get to it in a future episode. Okay. okay so yeah. the price check is tight this time. That'll be fun.
0: Ooh, this is what separates us here. Hello, I'm going to do
1: some. $400 or something.
0: Yeah. Four, four hundred and, uh. That? Holy that's shit. a shame i was, was hoping I, dollars i was four hoping dollars. you'd go
1: 40 something and i'd have all the 30s yeah, yeah i
0: know oh, okay
1: that's fine all that's right guys let's uh
0: guys thanks for listening make sure you check us out uh, i'm bearded Hoddle on twitter jeff is uh why bitcoin j
1: and yeah i just want to say i want to throw it out there if you're listening to this podcast you enjoy it you've been checking it out week after week maybe share it with a friend you know we want we yeah, want we to talk did. to more people that's nice to also, do also
0: can i just can i just put a little little selfless plug in here for a second two things number one my article came out last week on Citadel 21 please go read it just read it that's all i'm asking like it doesn't do me any good it doesn't like put any money in my pocket or anything makes like you that feel but good. it just makes you feel good and i don't even know if people are reading it or not i don't get any sort of bio or uh, metrics back on that or whatever the other thing is um if you're listening to the show and you have a Twitter and you're not following both of us, but you're also following why Bitcoin, could you just, I can't, I can't get past a hundred. Like I'm going <laughs> to whine about it a little bit. I, I've been sitting at like 90 for fucking ever. Just but, tell
1: but, Twitter but, that you're a pleb and you need more plebs to follow. Right. Don't no, I don't want to do that.
0: I want to, I want to talk to the people that are listening to us, but like at, uh, you know, um, at why bitcoin underscore has like 140 followers no it's and it just makes no time. sense to me that i have only like 90 <laughs> on twitter that's so that's weird don't the worry, math man. is they're wrong co- they're coming
1: that's <laughs> funny i'm gonna start tweeting out from the why bitcoin underscore just to spite you
0: <laughs> and then it'll get more followers yeah, yeah that'd be great <laughs> don't right. follow bearded on. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, all right on. guys jeff take us home brother
1: Thanks for listening, guys. And as always, why ask? What would you when you could ask? Why? are you, Wait,
0: are you gonna stick? Are you gonna stick with that one? I actually,
1: it? I had a different one in my head. Do it. I, I forgot what it was. This one just sounds good. Hey, wh- stop wasting time doing nothing and go do something. Question why you're doing? Question. <laughs> <laughs> Question why you're doing something and nothing.
0: I, you should write that one down. Alright. You a good Cut. one.
1: What? Cut. <laughs>